I'd like to focus on our first reading today, not on our gospel. We've got this very uh, interesting scene where the children of Israel, they're, they're coming from their 40 years of wandering in the deserts, and God is about to bring them into the promised land. they got to cross over the Jordan River first, though. And I believe that what we see here in this actual, I mean, it's a real historical event, it's a miraculous event, but it foreshadows uh, something much deeper and uh, much more cosmic and mystical having to do with sin, with original sin, and also with our, our Blessed Mother, I believe. We just got done celebrating the Feast of the Assumption of Mary, and I noted during that Mass that, if, if we can recall, the platform with Mary on it was, was, was here. If you can recall, I talked about how Mary, through the Scripture readings, is compared to the Ark of the Covenant. And so it's one of the reasons why it's fitting and appropriate for us when we carry the statue of Mary to have it on the shoulders because the Old Testament uh, people were commanded to carry the Ark of the Covenant on their shoulders. So we see the Ark in today's reading. And notice what happens. You have the Jordan River and it's flowing down to to the Salt Sea or to the Dead Sea. Okay. The salt sea was known as the Dead Sea because there was such a high salt content that nothing could live in it. So it was known as, it was all about death. So if you can see the salt sea is a symbol of death, and the River Jordan is feeding into death. So what might this river be but sin? Sin leads to death. Notice when the Ark of the Covenant, that is, if we can read that as Mary, as a symbol of Mary, when she intervenes and goes right into the stream of sin, it doesn't reach her, it doesn't touch her. In fact, it recoils, and it goes back all the way to a city called Adam. I don't believe that that's a coincidence. So the stream of sin flowing from Adam, from the first man, does not reach Mary because of her immaculate conception. Original sin uh, did not touch her. She had the privilege of being free from original sin. Original sin being transmitted down throughout the course, the winding course, serpentine, river-like course of history, never reached Mary. And with through her intervention, there was a victory over sin, going all the way, way back to Adam. A renewal, uh, as it were. And so in her victory over sin, there's also a victory over death. And that's what we celebrate with the Assumption. It's Mary's victory over death, only, of course, because she participates in Christ's victory over death. We look at our gospel today and we see this uh, lack of forgiveness on the part of the the servant. And it's very interesting because it says the master, after he finds out that the, the servant was not forgiving, hands him over to the torturers. And I think that... We can understand that as, as when we hold unforgiveness in our heart, it's like we're being tortured. Okay? So, but, but thanks be to God that we can overcome sin. We can overcome the bitterness of sin. Sin that's been caused, uh, that's been inflicted against us. Sin that we have committed ourselves. And the bitterness and the torture that we experience. The remorse of conscience. The worm eating away at our conscience, so to speak. Thanks be to God 
we can have real relief from these torturers, from the from the anguish of sin. And this is due to Mary's intervention. So today let's turn to her, let's invoke her, uh, let's pray to her, let's have great confidence in her, uh, for she indeed is the Ark of Covenant that pushes back the river of sin all the way back to the beginning and heals that Dead Sea. And no longer is, is death uh, the victor, but God's grace through Jesus Christ and through Mary is the victor.